Hi everyone, happy new year. We are excited to get to talk to you from the School of the Mighty, and this is another Lessons from the Battlefield. So I'm Tori. I'm Ben. And today, as we enter into 2024, if you can believe it, we're talking about uh, being mighty in the new year, right? Kind of relaying the foundation of why we began this community, mm -hmm. um, what's on our hearts for it, but what we believe the Lord has specifically called us to do, asked us to do um, as, you know, as, as believers, as part of the kingdom. Um, and we're just really grateful for you all. Mm -hmm. um, we believe that, you know, you're here for a reason. And we want to, to talk through that, the vision and the foundation and what we feel like God, again, God's put on mm -hmm. our heart for each of you here today. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, if there's two, if there's two verses that we can give you um, that would sum up uh, what, where we believe God is calling us in terms of this ministry and in terms of uh, mighty men and women across the world, um, it would be, the first one would be 1 Peter 2.17. Um, this verse has always stood out to me. I, I love it. It sounds like <clears throat> it's awesome because, of course, it's coming from Peter, who I can relate to quite a bit. but it's it sounds like the credo to like a fraternity like some kind of godly fraternity the way he writes this verse but first peter 217 says honor everyone love the brotherhood fear god honor the king mm. and um I, I love that verse it's oh it's passed over quite a bit matter of fact growing up in church i don't i can't recall a single sermon i've ever heard on that passage it's uh but it's it's so rich in regards to what God is calling us to do, what we believe in yeah. regards to the school of the mighty, um, what that really means to be a mighty man and woman means to honor everyone, to love the brotherhood, to fear God and to honor the King. Yeah. I think too, if you really, I mean, we could really talk about this for mm -hmm. an hour, but oh, yeah. if you kind of look at that and break it down, like I would say, you know, maybe spend some time, just even this is something that like I would love to do deeper with you too. Now that mm -hmm. we're relooking at it, it's like going through the scriptures and the concordance and find, okay, what is it true? What does the word honor actually mean? Mm -hmm. Right. Um, what does love actually mean? Not as defined by the world because it is so totally redefined, but what is God? What is that agape love? What is, what does that mean? What right. are the different meanings of love to from from God? What does that mean? And fearing God again, I think a lot of times we feel like that's negative. Mm -hmm. um, and then honor the king. So if we're supposed to honor the king and everyone, mm -hmm. what does that mean? It's just really, it's just a really yeah, like you said, layered, rich verse that yeah. that takes into account um, this 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 is like when we know that Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. Um, and if we all want to be mighty, truly, it's by taking a step back and humbly saying, okay, am I honoring everyone I come into contact with? Because I know that by doing that, it honors the king. And mm -hmm. am I truly loving others because I have a healthy, I do fear the Lord. Like there's just, there's so much yeah. just in that. Yeah. So, anyway. I mean, an easy way to kind of go to touch on it without going, like you said, going an hour about this is. I mean, the difference between honor and respect is respect is earned. Mm -hmm. We don't usually respect people unless they prove themselves somehow. Yeah. You know, they'll say or do something. And you're like, well, okay, I respect that. 
you've earned my respect. We say that phrase all the time. Mm. Honor is at, is kingdom level respect. It's I'm going to show you high regard regardless of how you act and what you've done. I'm going to show you honor regardless because honor is more about me expressing it to you. Mm-hmm. It's my heart set. Respect is about what what I think of you. Yeah. Honor is, you know, what Jesus did. I'm going to speak to every person I meet, man or woman or child, Roman, Jew, exactly. whatever. They're all the same. I'm going to treat them all the same. Yeah. Like I, you know what I mean? I'm going to hold them all in regard. I'm God, but I'm going to talk to all of them as if I'm their servant. That's honor. Yeah. So when it says honor everyone, it's this is describing Jesus's heart. The a mighty man's heart is Jesus's heart. Yeah. It's also David's heart. Yeah, it is. David honored everybody. It is. So um, love the brotherhood. Jesus had a very deep love for the disciples. Yeah. It's fellowship of For believers, believers especially. Yeah. yeah. And fear God. Like you said, fearing, um, we have a negative connotation for the word fear. Um, but it's talking about a reverent awe mm-hmm. when it talks about fearing God. Yeah. A deep reverence and, and awe. Like to be to be... To be held in wonder by him mm-hmm. and to, to have a very conscious realization that he's capable of taking my life when he chooses. Yes. Giving life when he chooses. Yes. Destroying the earth or, or giving birth to it however he chooses. Like it's, it's, it's he's God and I'm not. Yeah. It's and I hold him high because of that. Right. You know. Um, yeah. It's like free will or not at the end of the day. Like he's he is in control of everything mm-hmm. and no, he's not controlling, but it's, it's that, you know, there's a lot of things that we truly can't understand and we won't understand because we're not him. Like yeah. you said. Yeah. I and mean like growing up, surrendering to this that. is a very, this is a really mild, mild metaphor, like illustration <laughs> of this, but grow, growing up as a kid, you know, I knew my parents loved me. Right. right. I knew my dad loved me, but I also was afraid of my dad. Because I knew what he he could whoop me, mm-hmm. you know what I mean. He mm-hmm. could he could spank my butt when I was a kid, when I when I did something wrong, when I said something I shouldn't, when I disobeyed, and I knew he loved me. But I also was, and I loved him, but I I wasn't terrified of him. But there was always that level of he's the one in charge, and if I disobey, I know what's in store. I know what he's capable of doing. And I trust that he, his mercy yeah. will triumph over his judgment of me, which a lot of time it did. But I also knew what he was capable of in terms of punishing me. Right. You know, and I totally, and I mean that in a totally unabusive way. I mean that in the most loving sense. And I think that's how the father, our heavenly father, wants us to fear him. It's like, know who I am, mm-hmm. but also know I love you. And those two things go together in a, in a, like a beautifully complex way that, that it's hard to understand. Sure. You know, um, he, he doesn't want us to be terrified of him. The, the, the scriptures also say to step boldly before the throne mm-hmm. of grace. You know what I mean? Um, so there's a difference between um, cowering in fear, yeah. which is what Adam and Eve did when they disobeyed. Right. And, and um, having a reverent, healthy fear of him like David did in the Psalms. So, yeah. um, and that in and of itself is why we chose it and felt like the Holy Spirit was breathing on it for this community, for being mm-hmm. yeah. the school of the mighty. Yeah. I mean, if there was a motto yeah. 
for School of the Mighty, it would be this verse. It would yes. be First Peter 2.17. Yeah, and I would say then the next one. Um, yeah, the second verse. The mm -hmm. second verse is kind of the behind, like the why behind it in mm -hmm. a sense. Because Why develop the School of the Mighty? Why yeah. raise up mighty men and women? Because Romans 8.19. Because uh, all of creation waits with eager longing for the revealing of the sons of God. Like yeah. the world doesn't even know it's waiting for that on a conscious level. But the world deep down on a subconscious spiritual level is yearning for the revelation of God seen through his sons and daughters on the earth. Yeah. They've already seen it once when Jesus came. Yeah. And they, the world is yearning for that again mm. on a permanent basis. Yeah, that's really good. And just because we, we have, quote unquote, Christians all over the place doesn't mean people are living in that identity. As a son or daughter As of a God. son or daughter yeah. of God, because that's a whole different thing. Yeah, it's so different. It's not religion. It's love. Yeah. It's, you know, Jesus, what, you know, that's the difference between Jesus and a Pharisee. Yeah. It was, it was religion versus love. Yeah. It was, I have head knowledge versus heart and experience. Yeah. Yeah. And it came through the, in the way that, that Jesus talked to people and Jesus preached. The crowds were like. Who is this guy? Where's his authority come from? He talks about somebody who knows and has experienced what he's talking about. Yeah. As opposed to somebody who's rattling off things they memorized. Yeah. Like I the Pharisees did. Such an important distinction mm -hmm. because I think too, it's like Jesus became the word. He was the word. Mm -hmm. And I think too, if you, one way to kind of grasp that that's helped me is the word was, yes, it was Jesus himself, but it was also like everything he did was filtered through that lens. Mm -hmm. And so it wasn't just words to him, right? What his father did. I mean, of course, he's God. So he is, of course, before he came, has had a part in that. Yeah. Um, but again, kind of that with the Pharisees, like you said, it's that disconnect between I can memorize all of these things, mm -hmm. but I'm not motivated by love. I'm not motivated by I know God and I'm in connection and communication yeah. with him. Yeah. And, and I think that, yeah, so Romans eight nineteen, when it says the creation waits with eager longing for the revealing of the sons of God is because it needs, needs and wants foundationally, fundamentally for God's children who know their identity to, to show the way back to the father. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's really amazing because it's like, yeah, like you said, a son is going to know that he, who he is and that he's loved and why he does those things versus someone who doesn't know his father is going yeah. to yeah. not walk in that identity. So yeah. that's our hope too, is that as part of this community in School of the Mighty, that um you go you get to go deeper you you desire to there's a fire that's ignited for you to go deeper and to truly register that you're a son mm -hmm. or daughter of the king and to embrace that identity that's there whether you believe it or not because it's it is reality yeah. for you and then to live that out in the world right and represent yeah, First Peter two seventeen that honor everyone, love the brotherhood, fear God, honor the king is is the mindset. Yeah, within School of the Mighty, this the mindset of what a uh, of what a mighty man and woman should have. Mm -hmm. It's the mindset Jesus had. Yeah, Romans eight nineteen about the creation awaiting with eager longing for the revealing of the sons of God is the mission for the School of the yeah. Mighty. It's 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 we are our it is our our purpose and our desire in building this ministry and building this community and connecting with all of you to fulfill that scripture mm. verse. 
instead of looking all over the world for people who are stepping into that and joining them, it's like, let's just found it where we are. Let's, let's, let's create that where we are yeah. instead of waiting for someone else to take the initiative. Yeah. Warriors take their own and take the initiative themselves. They don't yeah. wait for others to do it. Mm-hmm. And so it's, it's a, it's a, it's kind of a deep desire as well as a mission. It's like, we, we want that. We have an eager longing to be the sons and daughters of God mm-hmm. and, to, and, to, and to be a part of the fulfillment of that scripture. And, um, you know, and really so at its core, um, to be mighty in the new year is to reflect the image of Jesus. Yeah. It's, to, it's to be him to the world. The world is talked to death about religion. They're, they're, they're talked to death about what they should be doing and what they shouldn't be doing. They're social media to death by Christians who just slam them verbally yeah. about the things that they're doing that are sinful. They know it's sinful. That's why they're so desperate for approval. You know what I mean? That's why a lot of these uh, movements right now, worldly movements right now, are like just forcing it down your throat because they want people to approve of the sin that they're living because on a deep level, they know what they're doing is not right. They don't need 10 million Christians to beat them over the head and tell them they're sinning. Mm -hmm. Jesus never did that. Mm -mm. Jesus loved them so deeply. His goodness is what led them to repentance. Go and sin no more is usually what he would say after miracles happened. Yeah. It was it was not a it, it was not a it was a completely opposite approach than John the Baptist had. John the Baptist was repent, the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Repent, repent, repent. You know what I mean? And Jesus preached the kingdom of heaven was at hand, but his love is what trumped everything. Yeah. And so to reflect him now as mighty men and women, love is the greatest weapon you can wield. Yes. To be to to be him to people around you. Yeah. To be him to the people that make that might make you uncomfortable because of the right. sinful nature that they're living in right now. We we have a tendency to forget that the world is not saved. Yeah. And we expect the world to act like Christians when they don't sure. know Christ. Sure. And it's like it's it's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like yeah. how dare you live that way? And it's like, you know, first of all, you used to live that way before you knew Jesus in some form or fashion. Mm-hmm. And second of all, if they don't know Jesus, how do they know? Yeah. At a deep heart level. How they could live. They don't, Right, you know. versus just being given shame or rules. Yeah. I mean, think of it this way. When, like, if you, re- you know, what helps, again, is, like, looking at Scripture, um, but looking at it through the lens of relationship and story, right? It's not mm-hmm. just words on a page. And when you look at, like, one that comes to mind is that the woman at the well, that Jesus, she's the first one that he publicly is like, okay, now you can go. Go yeah. tell people about me. Yeah, so right. one, he chooses a woman. Two, he chooses a woman that is of, you know, uh She's not well, she's not a Jew. She's not a Jew, of which course. Which was a no no back but, then. But and, and in, that in addition to that, yeah. her and where I was getting at with the sin component is her lifestyle was not one that was on no. the Lord. Yeah. Having, you know, been multiple, through multiple men. Multiple men. Mm-hmm. But he didn't even focus on that until later, whenever yeah. they had talked first. He honored her. He loved her. And then, you know, then mm-hmm. she's basically like, how do you know, you know, I'm not, you know, and, and he jumps in and says like, yeah, you're right. You've, you've had multiple husbands, but he, again, it didn't come from condemnation. So I think that that's, yeah, there is such a difference. And like you're saying, babe, that there's such a need right now for people to be, for the sons and daughters to be revealed where we go aggressively toward people in love. We don't shy away 
from people because yeah. they're in sin, but we don't make it our mission to cut them down. Mm. Um, so I think that that's like one of our biggest desires is for each yeah. of us. To I think that's, I think yeah. that's where we're, why we're Christians lose focus. They, it's like, um, I think a lot of Christians are like, I'm afraid to show love to these people because then they'll think that I'm supporting or cheering them sure. on in their sin. Exactly. And so we we overly withdraw. Yeah. And show no love at all. Like it's a fine line, and we a lot of us don't know how to balance it, and it's, it is tricky sometimes. It, it is. You know, I mean, it, not not coming helping people excuse their apathy, but it, but it can be tricky sometimes. You know, Jesus found Jesus walked this line where he. He knew, he, he, I mean, the Bible says he knows the hearts of men. So he was like walking amongst people, knew what was in their hearts. Yeah. Right? He would engage them with honor and love them where they were at, regardless of the behaviors they were involved in. Yep. He was known as a friend of sinners because of that. Yes. Which is funny because Christians aren't really known as for that now. No. And we need to be. Yes. Hence the purpose of uh, oh, the School of the Mighty is to mm-hmm. encourage us to be those people. Yeah. But he was known as a friend of sinners because of that. But if you notice too, he didn't rally with them to in, in their lives in. of sin. Yeah. So it's like he sat down and had dinner with prostitutes and thieves and, and whatnot. But there's no, there's no verses anywhere that said that he was encouraging them in those behaviors. Yeah, nor doing them. No, he just showed up and loved on them in that, in that yeah. moment. And that love is what convicted hearts. Yeah. You know, he showed such great blessing and love Grace. Um, to like, for example, Peter, when he first met him, that the love of God per- penetrated Peter's heart so deeply that he fell down on his face in the boat and said, depart from me, I'm a sinful man. Yeah. Like we think now that we have to beat someone over the head with a sermon of repentance, telling them everything they did wrong, that that will convict convince them right and convict them right and jesus didn't do that at all yeah seldom ever did it yeah and and his love was so deep and so great i mean he's love personified yeah it was love as a person yeah literally it wasn't a metaphor and 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 being in his presence is what cut people to the quick mm-hmm. you know um and it my point of that is is that in second corinthians 3 uh, 18 it says and we all with unveiled face beholding the glory of the Lord are being transformed into the same image from one degree of glory to another. For this comes from the Lord who is the, the Spirit. Talking about the Holy Spirit. But we are being transformed into the same likeness as Jesus. Yeah. You're not losing your identity, mm. but you're becoming love personified. And the word personified, like Jesus is, as a beloved son or daughter, and that, and that transformation that's taking place in you mm. should be affecting others without you having to tell anybody yeah. about their sin. Yeah, I mean, it, it doesn't. It, the Holy Spirit's the convictor. Yeah, we don't have to do a thing. Mm-hmm. You see what I mean? Yeah. And so it's a, it, it's actually a beautiful relationship, and it's something we can rest in. It's not our responsibility to tell the world it's wrong. It's our responsibility to love them. Yeah. I mean, really what that might look like, right, is for people that you, friendships, people that you're acquainted with or coworkers is where it is a lot of time too. Uh-huh. It's who do you have to interact with on a daily basis, not who you choose to necessarily. Yeah. Who's in your world? And there might be friends that you have or family members that aren't believers that mm-hmm. you spend time with. But it's 
can I be as attentive and kind and gracious and present as I am with someone who I don't see eye to eye with or who doesn't know the Lord yet than I can with someone who I pour my heart out mm-hmm. to, right? I'm not, we're not saying don't be foolish and not put up boundaries, but what we're saying is in this case is, you know, I think a lot of times when we find out someone's not a believer mm-hmm. and we don't see eye to eye, we just, we just did distance. Versus again, running towards them and just getting to know what they like, getting to know what, what they've been through, listening, being present and them just realizing, huh, this individual actually cares that I'm alive, that I, they they tell me that I matter. Mm -hmm. Um, They're not running away and and they're also not telling me, oh, you shouldn't do that, but they're not going anywhere. Huh, this is interesting, right? Mm -hmm. What, What would it? a lot of times it's just for us it's that lesson of i'm kind of uncomfortable but why am i offended by what this person's doing do i feel the need to cast blame and judgment and i found that a lot of times it's the holy spirit is like hey let me work on your heart today Mm -hmm. and that's how we become more like him yeah so i mean to to really kind of encourage all of you as we go into this new year together as we go on a new year's journey together we we want to see the community deepen yeah. and grow. We want to see we want to communicate with you, but we also want you to communicate with each other. Yeah. That option is available through yeah. through our our Substack. I mean mm-hmm. it, it's it you can you can comment on podcasts and comment to each other and dialogue with each other and we want to encourage you to continue to do that because we we think that we we firmly believe that um, the power the power of the mighty men under David in David's day came from the power of the Holy Spirit and came from their unity together yeah. and their community together. And that's what we endeavor to do here. It's easy to check out of that in an online ministry. Mm-hmm. And we, we're very aware of that, believe we us. That. We're very aware of the isolation that comes naturally almost through online communities. And we're trying to break through that barrier. And we really want to encourage you to, to speak up. We want to know what's going on in your life. We want to pray with you. We want to fellowship with you. We, we want you to fellowship with each other and, and see the fulfillment of Ecclesiastes 4.12 about a three, four, threefold cord not being easily broken. We want to see strength and unity in, in that regard. Yeah. And, um, and be invigorated by purpose. Um, the verses we just explained to you about that, that, that are at the core of this ministry, um, be invigorated by those scriptures. Press in deeper with the Lord. Um, seek Him out. Jeremiah twenty nine eleven about Him knowing the plans He has for you and that are plans for good and not for evil to give you a future and a hope. Mm. Is I mean that's the point of what we're doing. Is like let's seek His face together because it's exciting what mm-hmm. He has in store, not something to dread right. or worry about. It's something to look forward to. Yeah, and um, we can't wait to hear what God's doing with you and through you in the new year. And the yeah. things he opens up for you, and as, as well as for ourselves, We're, we can't wait to share those things with you as they happen. Sure. Um, and um, just be excited together, and pursue the Lord's face together, and be transformed more and more like Him, and it'll affect our communities and our neighborhoods and our our churches and and our families. Mm-hmm. So yes, and one other thing too is if you have questions about anything, or comments, or ideas, or feedback or just, just you want a sounding board, you mm-hmm. can always reply to any email that is sent out. We yeah. do receive those. Yeah, we do receive those um, replies. 
and we love hearing we love we want to know you too like ben said um but yes let's go ahead and close out with um just a reminder of how god sees you right mm-hmm. that just just one of his promises one of his, the realities of, of being his son or daughter is Jeremiah 29, 11 yep. says, for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans for welfare and not for evil, to give you a future and a hope. And so regardless right now, we're just going to just pray and, and just speak this blessing over you, regardless of where you're at right now, what's going on, what's hard, what you don't have, what you do have, um, know that the reality of God is his character and his nature and the reality of his heart towards you is he does have plans for your good, your well-being, your welfare, not for evil, but those, those things are not of him. He has a hope for you. He has a future for you. He has plans for you. And so we hope that you can cling to that. We hope that, um, that any, any lies that come from the enemy through mm-hmm. other people or just in your mind when you're alone because that's usually when it happens we just um want to give you that that verse as like a weapon to say no i know that god is with me and he's for me mm-hmm. and i'm going to learn that i can choose this joy this year as i move move forward in 2024 we're right there with you and we're really glad to have you as a part of this community so yeah so until next time, we're excited to, to, to hear from you, and we're excited to see what God does, and uh, we look forward to next week. All so, right. Take God care. bless you guys. Bye. Bye.